Hello all and welcome to edition number two of Lunch and Learn podcast. I'd like to acknowledge that this podcast is coming to you from the unceded ancestral lands of the Tlaitli Tene and Simp First Nations and that I am honored to be able to live, work, and play on these beautiful lands. I am your host Mrs. B and today we are going to get down to the nitty-gritty of listening skills. Did you get that? Listening skills. Let's be honest here. When it comes down to it, all of us could use some practice listening to each other. Our students are no exception. But what are some ways to teach actively listening to one another? And why would we want to do this? So let's, as Simon Sinek would put it, start with why. Why do we want our students to develop great active listening skills? Well, first of all, listening is the primal foundation of all literacy development. Think about it. When you were born, what comes first in terms of language development? Other than piercing cries and adorable coos, it's listening. Listening allows us to make sense of the world around us. It provides for the development of our first survival and social skills, and most of all, primes and prepares our brain for speaking. Secondly, of all the literacy skills students use in their academic day, listening is likely the one they do the most. Studies over the years say that children in school spend anywhere from 70 to 90% of their day listening. So, just as from day one of kindergarten, students are given constant supports in reading and writing, they should equally be given support in how to effectively, deeply listen. Finally, listening is a key aspect of student talk, which is foundational to deep understanding of any given subject matter classrooms where students are encouraged to talk, agree, disagree, and explain their ideas to each other also need to be classes where students know how to listen to and interpret all of that talk. Unfortunately, despite an abundance of reasons to focus on listening, it is rarely taught explicitly as a skill in the classroom setting. It is expected, but without ever having been instructed. And that leads us to the how. How do we begin explicitly teaching listening in our secondary classrooms? What are some tried and true strategies that will give students this incredibly important metacognitive skill? Well, I'd love to give you hundreds, but for the sake of your time and mine, I'll give you five favorites I've found in my research that will hopefully work across the curriculum. Number one, first and foremost, Just the same way we teach reading strategies, we need to explicitly teach listening strategies. These include setting a goal before listening, activating prior knowledge about the subject, and introducing strategies for what to do during listening, like effective note-taking and problem-solving strategies, such as stop rewind if listening listening independently, or asking the speaker politely to pause or repeat if necessary. On to number two, teach selective attention. That's right, gentlemen, selective hearing is a good thing. Any given person can only handle so much input in a day, and these days the input seem to be endless. To that end, teaching students how to mute out what is not important and focus in on the input which matters most can actually help them refine their listening and become better at listening for the key facts we need them to pay attention to. 
Some ideas on how to practice selective attention are going outside and having students pay attention to one particular nature sound they hear and see how long they can focus in on that sound. Or how students relay three to four sentences from a card, one of which is an unimportant detail, and see if they can retell only the important details. Number three, model. As I said earlier, it has been shown the students might spend up to 90% of their day listening. If they don't see us as teachers, role models, demonstrating how to listen, how can we expect them to? Our students need to experience us listening to them and explicitly telling them how we are listening to them when we do. Student-led conferences for assessment are great for this, especially if you show them how you take notes as they're describing their accomplishments and lingering challenges from the semester. Another idea, organize a one-on-one tea time where you model effective listening during class work time. Try participating in pair-share activities with the students when there are odd numbers of students to demonstrate and model your expectations. Number four and five are a bit more for the fun of it. Four is chain listening games. This is an oldie but goodie. Uh, This is that one where Josh says, I am Josh and I play soccer. The next child follows, I am Kira and I ski and Josh plays soccer, and so on. I've used this one in my French classes to review food dialogue, comme que mets-tu sur ton sandwich? And it could also be used in a science class to review parts of a cell. I'm Ryan and I'm cytoplasmin. I'm Martine and I'm mitochondria and Ryan is cytoplasm. And finally, number five is the describe and draw activity. Another classic. This one has a lot of variations, but basically one student describes something to another student who can't see that thing, and that student has to draw it. This is a fun one as an icebreaker. For example, describe your favorite shirt or as a vocabulary practice or review. Describe an image of a monster using all different body parts, shapes, sizes, colors, for example, in a language class. So there you have it. We went over the why and the how. The when is up to you. I hope you can take at least one of these ideas and work it into your classroom today or tomorrow or as you are planning your final unit of the year. These strategies could be adapted to any grade level and in all likelihood would help build the success of all your students. Thank you for tuning in to today's Lunch and Learn podcast. You can find all my resources in the podcast description. Thanks for joining. Have a great day and happy trails. Mm